Well, you see, sometimes in a story, you get characters who are great heroes. You get characters who are classic villains. You get anti-heroes who don't want to go on the adventure, but in the end, they do the right thing, maybe for the wrong reason, and in the end, maybe there's something that changes about them. You know, you see a lot of plot twists and turns, and, well, at KondoCon 2023, when Troy runs a game in which we play Dungeons and Dragons, sometimes you just help a bunch of otters out. Let's see if that's what happens. We got KondoCon 2023 via This American Dice. Let's check out Dungeons and Dragons 5th Edition. Otter Rescue. Apologize. Uh, no, nope, that was my fault. You're good. Um, today we will be playing uh, Ice Road Trackers, which is a D&D adventure from the Adventure League, um, set in Icewind Dale. So you all are a group of adventurers coming north from the Sword Coast, headed to Icewind Dale in search of adventure, fame, and fortune. You've been making your way north, and as you've made your way, it's gone from pleasant weather to quite quite cold and snowy. Um, you've also noticed that while you're up here, it doesn't really ever, the sun doesn't ever really come out. Looks like it's going to at times during the day. Looks like it's going to rise, but it never, never does. So it's perpetually dark, cold, windy, and miserable. Can we assume we have cold weather gear, just like typical? I would think if you guys clothes. knew you were coming this yeah. way, you would pro- have prepared. Okay. Can I be like Wim Hof and just traipse around in nude and breathe really heavy? You could do that if you want. I, I, I mean... I'm not going to. I was just I curious. mean, you can bring into the game what you do in real life, Ed. That's okay. fine. <laughs> That's fine. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and get started here. As snow and rocks crash down the mountains on either side of you, you can't help but wonder if this is how everything ends for you. What brought you here, navigating this dangerous mountain pass, heading north into the frozen lands of Icewind Dale? An opportunity for wealth and power, a dark secret you're trying to escape, a fresh start, an old connection. Whatever brought you here, it seems some rumors might be true. Strange weather-related phenomena are shutting down travel throughout the Spine of the World mountain range. Several passes have been blocked, and you thought this one might be clear. And it was, until now. As certain death descends swiftly towards you, movement at the corner of your eye draws your attention. A snowy white muskrat gestures frantically, its clawed paws beckoning you to follow. It slides into a fissure in the ground that was hidden under snow and ice. Did you see that? Let's go. I'm saying, and what was it again? The animal? Uh, it was a snowy white muskrat. Muskrat. I'm speaking in muskrat. Like, wait up, hold on. Okay. Could I be a pain in the ass to you guys and ask you just when you first talk to say who you are and say what your character's Absolutely. name is? Absolutely, that's a good idea. Okay. Uh, I'm Troy. I am going to be the dungeon master of this adventure. And I am Brad, and I'll be playing Jack Silvertongue, the bard. 
I'm Jared. I'm playing Ahmad Schwarzenegger, the uh, Forest Gnome Barbarian. Um, my name is Chad. I will be playing Fiona Firestarter. I am Eddie. I will be playing Gunther Volgast, the Human Chaotic Good Fighter. I'm Austin. I'll play. I'm Sketch Sparrowshanks, the Rogue. I'm a halfling. Jared, your character is... I'm sorry, Chad, what's your character's name? Fiona Firestarter. And you're a... Uh, I'm an high elf cleric of... Uh, Kasuth. Gotcha. And Eddie, you are... Uh, Gunther. Gunther. Human? I have to switch around a lot of these names. <coughs> Ed, were you human? Human fighter. Human fighter. And what race are you? I'm a forest gnome. Forest gnome. Okay, mm -hmm. so I'm not the shortest one in the party. I'm a halfling. And Sketch is what race? He is a halfling. So, oh, okay. Yeah, so a lot of, a lot small, of shorties here. Small guy in the party. Mother, yeah. Yes. Uh, I run towards the creature that oddly beckoned towards us. Okay. What about everyone else? What's everyone else doing? I'm, I I go, wait a minute, we haven't been talked to by muskrats for a while? I'm looking about in case this is, is this a trap? Weird that a muskrat suddenly beckons us. Okay, you can, uh, if you you can roll your perception. Sure. If you notice anything unusual. So does my perception just go off of my wisdom bonus? Uh, yes, it should, okay. should be there. We got a natural 20, plus two. All right. Well, you know that you don't have much time. The mountainside seemed to be collapsing under the weight of this falling snow, and it looks like there is the possibility of an avalanche headed your way. Muskrat, more like must go. We got to go, guys. <laughs> all right. You all, the rest of you all, hear the rumbling not long after your companion finishes letting you know he is heading to the fissure. And I think Sketch looks like a child. Okay. Like he's a halfling, but he, yeah, he, like, if you didn't know he was an adult, you'd be like, has anyone lost their nine-year-old? There's a missing child. Yeah, there's a missing child has here. someone misplaced their child? Yeah, exactly. Like, he looks like a little child. All right. So what about the rest of you all? Well, if the... If Arnold can speak muskrat and he's able to follow the muskrat and the road says there's an avalanche coming, I'm inclined to dash down the fissure to escape the impending doom. All right. That's exactly. I follow. Okay. <laughs> yep, Jack is absolutely using that and Arnold. Oh, yeah. No, I'm... Okay. I trust muskrats. They're usually okay. pretty cool. They are, are very cool. Yeah. There's a whole song about how much love they have. They, are, they have a lot of love. <laughs> I'm not familiar with this song. <laughs> weird song. You're way you too know. young. Muskrat Love? Yes. <laughs> There's a real song called Muskrat Love. In the muskrats and in places. All right. So you all make your way to the fissure with the snow coming down and the uh, just the unkempt... Uh, 
nature of this passage. It's slow going, especially for you smaller folk, but you eventually make it uh, to the fissure and you head inside, I'm assuming. Anyone? Jack is I activate my um, glowing mushroom on my head for better visibility. Okay, okay no problem. So, uh, um, wait. Can you tell us where the princess is? <laughs> She's, She's in another castle. castle. Every time. Um, so you, you all step forward towards this fissure, and as you're there, you kind of realize that it's going to be... Looks like it's going straight down. But so we're going to have to descend into this fissure to you, follow this muskrat? You're, you, you're running out of time. You're going to have to kind of follow. Can we see how far down? Uh, you can if you want to take time. Uh, it looks like it um, <coughs> starts vertical, but you can see that it's going to at least somewhat Arnott, level out. Arnott, did this that that muskrat say anything to you? Did it did it respond about what we're doing or where we're going? It got up on its haunches. It signaled to you guys, waving its arms to come and follow. Um, make uh, let's see. You know what? Um, I actually I have the ability to speak with small animals. Okay. So if it did say anything in muskrat, it, it did not speak. Okay. It did not speak. Um, I just I do this. You you know from traveling with him, he he only speaks in like the language of small animals. Yeah, I think Sketch also gives you a shrug of like, oh shit. Uh, you do know that it's unusual for an animal to get up on its haunches and signal for you yeah. to follow it. It was also so, smoking a cigarette and looked at its watch. Uh, did, what, did anybody have a passive perception of 15 or better? Yeah. How do I figure out my passive well, perception? It would, is it just my straight wisdom? It's just your straight wisdom. Then no. Okay. And if you have a perception as a... Yeah, it's just as if you rolled a, a 10. Yeah, a skill gives you like a what, plus two, and then if you have like a yeah, wisdom, you have a it gives you whatever your proficiency is bonus. If your wisdom is 16 and you have a skill, then you have a passive perception of 15. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, no one really noticed. You just saw this small white muskrat. So, is it making a loud rumbling sound? Or From the, like the boulders and things starting to come Snow down? is starting to fall down. Okay, yeah. so something about my. Something about my character, he has uh, PTSD. Okay. And little things can trigger extreme fight or flight responses. Okay. Uh, okay. So his immediate reaction is to just run and scamper down the fissure okay. regardless of consequence. All right. I'll point at him and so. everybody else. Like, let's right. get the hell out of here. All right. All right. Uh, you start falling down a vertical tunnel. Uh, which quickly turns into an icy slide. Yeah, I was going to say, I imagine we're kind of like either sliding down penguin. I saw this move. Yeah. Sliding so, down either penguin style or yeah, sliding down on your butt. Yeah. yeah. It starts Shrek. out vertical, yeah. but and then it levels out. Not a Shrek, I'm sorry. I see. Uh, yep. And it deposits you in an icy cavern beneath the mountain. Ice slide dumps you unceremoniously into a cold cavern. The muskrat stares you in the eyes. Then wiggles a bit, as if happy to see you survive the close call. A voice from deeper in the cavern echoes towards you. It's common, marked by a slobbery rasp. Must be found you in time, good fortune. 
The voice comes from a ten-foot-long walrus resting in the shadows. A walrus calf rests at her side. It starts to wiggle its way towards you, but she pulls it back with one of her long tusks. Other creatures then move out of the shadows to examine you. The menagerie includes a variety of animals, everything from snow foxes to wolf pups to avian creatures to reptiles. A few seem to converse with each other as they eye you warily. Excuse my children, says the walrus. They are suspicious by nature. Their lives often depend on it. My children call me Mother Tusk, and you may as well. I saved your lives for a reason. Sketch assumes that he's being adopted by this walrus, and he he, he assumes this is his mom now. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate your kindness. I'm surrounded by everything under four feet tall in this mountain. I can't stand to see innocent creatures suffer. I was hoping you might be willing to do some favors for me in return. Oh, absolutely. If not, you may go on your way, but your help would be appreciated. What do you need, Mom? Well, there are several, several things that I might need done. However, do you have any questions for me before we begin into our exchange of favors. How did you come upon this lair with this odd arrangement of animals? Those are my brothers and sisters. Now you all You're do an animal too. think They're it's there. quite odd that a 10 foot walrus is speaking yeah. common to you. Exactly. Yeah, that was going to be my first question. But you, you can go. He's not surrounded by and you, strange you know animals. that it's he not speaking an animal language. Yeah. It's speaking common. How? I have a question. Yes. How are you able to speak like a human? Oh, well, uh, I was awakened by a Goliath druid from the north. A Goliath druid? Yes, um, unfortunately he died. So I took over st- as the steward of these other animals. Wow, he must be a powerful druid. Well, he was in his time. However, <laughs> that time has ended. <laughs> well, what a blessing for you to be a, able to do a this. A burden, as, as it were, but, 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 but a blessing as well. Hmm. But I have to care for all of my wards, all of my charges here. <laughs> yes. Well, what can we do to help you? Well, um, there are some... <laughs> Um, uh, some uh, some things that I, I need done. Um, one of them, I uh, I sent one of my charges out to do some investigating for me. Unfortunately, that charge has not returned. Can you describe the appearance of this charge? Um, yes, um, he, he, he's a white bird otter with a brown patch over his right eye. He wears a pearl earring. Find an otter with a pearl earring. I'll create a minor image of what Mother Tusk is talking about, like an illusion that seems okay. to approximate what he looks like. Mm-hmm. And then I look at him like, 
she'll give you a few suggestions on things to change, and then she'll say that fairly close. Bigger eyebrows, bigger, bigger, bigger. It's like a police sketch. That's a wonderful skill you have. I like that. Before we get to the... The muskrat tips its little hat to you. <laughs> Before I take you out to service, though, were there any other questions that you might have <coughs> regarding this area? If you, if you will do these tasks for me, I will lead you through this cavern to the exit of the mountain and safely so you do not have to return to the surface and try and traverse in that manner. That would be very helpful. That was what I was going to ask next. Well, great. Now, who? I'm sorry. What sort of dangers lie ahead? Well, it's hard to say. It is a strange time here as the sun never shows its face anymore. That's weird. Yes, the curse that has befallen the lands here. The sun refuses to rise. Who precipitated this curse? Do you know? That I cannot say. Hmm. When did it start? It's been going on for a few months now. But we would also have experienced that. You would have heard, yes, yes. You would have, like I was telling you earlier, the sun does not come up. It sometimes will, it almost seems like it's dawn, pre-dawn. It'll get that light, Mm -hmm. but it never, the sun never rises. Now, Troy, can you still get pregnant from (laughs) pre-dawn? I I think so. Sorry. I think so. Only if you're a solar. uh, But on, uh, in in other news, when we had traveled from the south, had that been the same situation? No. Or is it just in this area? It's just in this area. Okay. It's just as you got to the spine of the world. Gotcha. But you had heard rumors of that before you left the Sword Coast, Mm -hmm. which is why Ed got his magic mushroom hat. I carry it on all my travels through the multiverse. Yes. Sweet Mama Walrus. Who? Mama Tusk, you can call me. Sweet Mama. Sweet Mommy Tusk. Who? Do you know who killed your, your, uh, your, your druid? Friend, well, I, I do not, do not know. No, he is no longer with us, though. He has passed on. That's that's a shame. Yes, it is. You and speak, he holds her little. Flip he was a good man. You speak of favors plural, but you have only mentioned one task. One task at a time. I would not send you out separately. It will take a group to accomplish these tasks. If you can satisfy a task, <coughs> I can offer another task at its completion. No. Please, Gunther, we work for a walrus now. That's how it goes. <laughs> we, are you saying we will get a boon for your mother? Yes. You, or is it a series of tasks that we have to perform? There are series of things. They are not interrelated. But I mean, but, uh, the more you do for me, the more appreciation I will have toward you. And if I can offer my assistance in the future beyond getting you out of this cave, I will be happy to do so. Well, let us begin. We'll perform one task and see how things feel. 
and, and I gesture, and a compass rose appears that kind of spins mm-hmm. around with a direction, like like. And I look at her. Yeah, which way do we go? Well, let me tell you exactly what I need you to do, and maybe it will shine some light on the situation. After that, <laughs> if you have any further questions, feel free to ask me. Can Mother I, Tusk, yes. Can I roll perception to see if she's being entirely truthful uh, with sh- her tales? Is that sounds like an insight? Insight, yeah. Insight. Mm-hmm. He's gonna talk about mommy's tails. <laughs> What's up with her tail? I'm not Eleven. Okay. Um. Yeah. It seems like she wants you to do these tasks, and she's willing to help you if you do them. Fair enough. Mother Tusk explains that she what she needs you to do. I sent one of my children, a young Arnold called Spritzel, on a scouting mission to watch the happenings in one of the ten towns where the two letters dwell. He hasn't been back. He often gets himself into trouble, and I need you to go look for him and make sure he isn't in danger. We've spotted wolves in the area, which could be very dangerous for little Spritzel. Was this the animal we, we talked about earlier? The otter. Is, the, is an otter? It's an it's otter. otter. Yes. Okay. This is an otter. Okay. And she descri- had previously described Spritzel to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's white-furred otter with a brown patch over his right eye, and he wears a pearl earring. That Definitely. We don't want to get it confused with another otter mm-hmm. wearing a sapphire earring or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's pearl, not sapphire. <laughs> right. And you see several otters in here with different earrings on. There is one with a sapphire. One you with a pearl earring, but it's an Andre Agassi dangly style thing, and you figure she would have a, she would have told you about if it was a dangly earring. You've seen odd otters before, but this is an otter otter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Possibly the oddest well, otter. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, Drown me. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, uh, Jack is sort of looking. In, did, did she indicate a direction of travel? Or um, she does. Or? She does. Um, she does point her flipper to the north. Is there a obvious passageway there? A tunnel? I mean, we're underground now, right? So it would be like a cave or tunnel or something. Yes. Yes. So um, she, there is a uh, another way out of here that uh, she will show you, um, and that'll lead us to the land the surface, the, and then you can do your, you try to make your it. trek from there. Okay. Yes, and then um, end up on the surface beyond where that avalanche beyond was. where the avalanche was. Okay. Yes, closer to the ten towns. Okay. Now, if you're not familiar, there are ten towns around. I believe it's a central lake. Up there, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. um, each town. I've been a, since I was a boy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We used to go there for camp all the yeah, time. Yeah, it was crazy. Winter right? camp. Winter camp. <laughs> <laughs> when we wanted to freeze, you know, Hang when out, we wanted to run around nude in the snow with my significant head. otter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or insignificant otter. Mm. Hey, it was cold in that lake. Stop, <laughs> Troy. <laughs> and um, so you guys know each town has a different name. You said the ten towns, but she hasn't actually told you the specific town. Do you know the specific town 
that he was in, or is it just one of the many um, human towns? Yes, he, um, the, the two legs towns. Yes, um, those wretched two legs. Not like us walruses. He was meeting someone in East Haven. East Haven. From here, it's more than ten miles, but I expect Spritzel's closer than that. Look for tracks as you travel northeast along the shore of Redwaters. I can totally do that. While we're waiting here, did you guys have any other questions for Mother Tusk before? Nope, I'm good. No, I think okay. Sketch is just trying to, to to hold her flipper for support. Okay. Okay. Come, Sketch. It's time to waddle the nest. We can say that. You can't. That's my response. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. So. Uh, so uh, would you be willing to uh, take up this task? Absolutely, Mommy. Yes, really I mean, okay. yes. What did I say? I'm a big boy. <laughs> she kind of gives you a look and takes her tusk and kind of pushes you towards your friends. I am I am a big boy. Thank you, Mommy. Um, now, are you crawling towards us on four legs or are you walking on two legs? Um, for a second, he was going to keep his legs together and scooch forward just using his arms, but now he walks. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, these two foxes, and there are two arctic foxes that come up, are... <laughs> um, crystal and Snowflake. They will... We're still keeping this... Those names work for my reaction. I told you, if you, if you were interested in certain things, this would be an erotic module. should have played a drink. Yeah. Complete with stripper names. <laughs> um, they will lead you to the exit where you can start your search for Spritzel. Good luck to you. And when, if you find Spritzel, please bring him back immediately. Absolutely. And the two Arctic foxes kind of look at you all and start traipsing down the cavern and... There's a little offshoot they go off on and eventually lead you back to the surface. The whole time, uh, as, we, as Sketch tries to, to follow them and being like, uh, uh, brother and or sister, wait up. <laughs> They're going slow. They're going at Thank whatever God, pace. I probably can't Yeah, no, no, no. They're going at whatever pace. They're not running. They're going at whatever pa- at slow pace. They're doing that hopping through deep snow. Yes, yes. Very adorable. They're hopping over each other. Yeah, it's incredibly cute. <laughs> but yes, yeah, Sketch keeps trying to say, uh, talk to them as if they're his siblings. All right, and then uh, when they reach the exit, they kind of motion for you, look at you, and then look outside and turn back and head back in. Thanks, guys. I gotta tell you, I don't really think I'm a walrus or a fox. I just what? need a place to belong. Can we, can we all agree that this is a found family? No, no, we, we uh, Arnold and uh, Sketch hug and say like, guys, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and stop with the, with the foolishness. I know I'm not a walrus. They're there. Even though they want to be. Yeah. He looks at a locket that he has with Mother Tusk. Mother Tusk. <laughs> he closes it and he remembers like a, a repressed memory of being a baby. <laughs> It's it's Scrimshaw from uh, yeah. Walrus Tusk. Yeah, from when he was a walrus before he was turned into a human child. 
He's like, ah, I shouldn't have spit on that witch. <laughs> We're glad to have you back on your feet. Yes, my feet. Definitely not my flippers that are just one big flipper, 100%. Oh, boy. Okay. Um, so, Sorry, I realized that joke right. was getting fucking old. <laughs> so the wind is whipping snow everywhere, and again, no sun. Uh, it would be it would be the middle of the day, and it looks like just before daybreak. Still, mm. okay. And does that is that usually how it goes? Where it just kind of gets to almost like if you've ever lived in like Canada or yeah. what, like where yeah. it's like the sun kind of comes up and it hangs out, right? And then it, it goes gets, right back it down. It gets as bright as just before daybreak. Mm-hmm. It'll stay that bright during what the normal span of a day. Oh, would be. Okay, okay. It's not just a few minutes. Gotcha. It would be, but it just never. Never rises. Okay, that's the difference. It's, okay. it, yeah, it doesn't like come up briefly and go down. It stays like the normal length of a day, but the sun never comes up. It's just about to come up all day long. Mm-hmm. And then at night, it's normal Dark. darkness, yeah. yes. Back in the Shire, I was raised on farms, and farms would not do well in weather no. such as this. You know it's that going to be mass starvation you, if we don't do something. Yeah, you, kn- you all know that life here is tough. You've heard from travelers and... And merchants, caravans, maybe people who've migrated south talk about how tough life is. You can only imagine how tough life is going to be for them with no daylight at all. It's, you know, it's going to be extremely, extremely difficult. Okay, and so aside from trying to find Spritzel, the otter, yes, we're up here just for... Treasures and fort were yeah, treasure guys, hunting kind of generally. Yeah, you guys came up here. I mean, you can have your own reasons for mm-hmm. it. Um, okay. You may have come up for treasure. You may have come up for adventure. You may have just come up because you were bored of the Sword Coast, wanted to get out. You may have a relative or a friend who came up this way. I've come for inspiration for my epic poem. I'm going go. to write the greatest poem. And we can discuss that now if you guys want, out of character, okay. and give a reason maybe why you guys have come up here. And you can even have told the group, "Hey, oh, yes. I'm coming with I'm you guys because I want to. I want to, you know, I want to." So you can either do it in character, or if it's something that would be secret, you can keep it out of character too. I have come to escape the horrors of war and found myself yet again in perpetual darkness. Yes, the heart of darkness. That's rather heavy. Well, anyway. Um, <laughs> and what about you? What's your story? Why you? Takes a drink. Otto, okay. Otto would gesture, and it shows him going up to like a place and the counter and putting money down and getting beer and putting money down and getting weapons and putting money down and getting food. And you then, money and then reaching in his pocket and there stuff. being nothing in his pocket. Ah. Yes, he needs money. Now, is, Jared, does your character understand comedy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. He just okay. he was raised literally by small forest animals. Gotcha. And cannot verbalize. Gotcha. Oh, okay. I think of like Harpo Marx, sort of. Gotcha. gotcha, gotcha. You understand it, you just can't yeah. speak it. Got yeah. It. Okay. Whenever, whenever he goes to take a picture with a woman, he puts his hand, leg in her hand. <laughs> do you remember, do you remember Harpo Marx always doing yes. that? Yes. Oh, God, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with Sketch. I'm going to take my joke answer and make it the real thing. Sketch yeah. used to be a walrus and was turned into a human uh, because he upset a witch. And um, he... How did he upset a witch as a walrus? Well, he, he, he spit on a witch as a walrus. Oh, <laughs> the And he got turned into a human he got, half. He got turned into a... He, he pretends to be a halfling. 
He's really a nine-year-old. Oh, he was a nine-year-old young human. He so he was, he was, walrus. he was an adult walrus, but he got turned into a baby human, and so now with, with all the knowledge of a walrus. <laughs> was it a human <laughs> rich or a walrus? Walrus, walrus rich. Walrus witch. Walrus. Two <laughs> Irish witches. Watch two Irish <laughs> watches. Got to be a walrus witch. Yeah, now. it was a, it was a walrus witch who, yes, rode a walrus. Fuck you. Was, it a, was it a white walrus witch? It was so a white walrus witch who wore a white walrus witch room. Yes. We found a new She worked at a white walrus witch watch. And, uh, yes. yes, it was a walrus witch. And he spit on her because he was a sassy pants little punk. And uh, she was like, you're cursed to learn your lesson, you little brat, by being a little brat. A little human brat. <laughs> so yeah, he pretends he's a halfling, but he's really a nine-year-old child. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, uh... But with the brain of a full-grown Fiona, horse. her reason is she heard about the disturbance up here, that there was no sun, and being a cleric of fire, right. decided to either help out the thing or bring back the sun. Yeah, obviously, right. they're gonna need fire without yes, the sun. they are. Um, they are. Alright, so you're in like a little, little <laughs> small uh, opening in the side of the mountain. I wouldn't even say it's a cave. It's more of just an opening. Just enough for you guys to fit out like one or maybe one at a time. A little bit wider than five feet, but you would have to cramp in to get out two at, two at a time. Um, and you make it out and like I said, the wind is whipping. There's snow everywhere. Uh, it's cold. It's dark. It's miserable. Uh, travel is incredibly difficult in the deep snow. A bitter wind cuts through your clothing, and ice crystals riding the strong breeze sting your eyes. Shivering. Okay. After you've traveled about two miles from Mother Tuff's shelter, you notice something on the ground. Although the wind pushes snow around, easily spotted animal tracks mar the fresh dusting. Oh, thank God. All right, so you all could choose to make a survival or nature check to see to learn more about the tracks if you would like to sure good <clears throat> survival or nature you said yes in that bag blue bag over there <laughs> you got a lot of dice in there you got a problem sir <laughs> Like about the three bags that size. I have oh, natural oh, nice. 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 Exactly. Oh, I got a one, but as a halfling, I get to re-roll ones, I you, think, right? You do. You do. Oh, 13. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm really a walrus who's been turned in. Well, everybody we're knows walrus turned into human equals halfling. They didn't tell you about that about Frodo and Bilbo. Yeah, that they used we're going to go ahead and say that you... Yeah. You you you've adopted you the tendencies. Uh, yes, yeah, I, I am now. 20. I am now indistinguishable. Okay. Two. All right. So uh, eighteen. Okay. Anybody oh get God. below a ten? I think my walrus sense right. was tingling. So everybody who got a ten or better uh, <clears throat> reveals that there there are two sets of tracks you see. Uh, there are deeper tracks that were made by wolves, Uh-oh. while there are smaller tracks on top of the snow that were made by otters. Okay, I need a group wisdom or group survival check at this point. Okay. Spritzer. But one person makes the roll then, or everybody? It's a group. Oh, okay. Let me know. Gotcha. Take the average of the winners and losers. Uh, total ten. And you're looking for a ten. Fourteen. Or better. Thirteen. I got it. 
Did anyone fail? Okay. Mm. Just yeah, one person. Fail. Okay. It's like, I'm used to all this fire, not this freaking snow, man. All right. But it is a group success. Okay, good. Overall, because we had four successes, correct, and one failure. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you're able to easily follow the tracks, and it leads you... Um, you follow a trail, and ahead of you, through the blowing snow, a pack of wolves chase a rump of a dozen otters, which weave through and around snow mounds and ice formations. As the wolves close in, the sneaky otters zip through holes in the snow-packed earth. The wolves hesitate, but then the lead wolf barks a command, and the wolves leap into the holes as well. Bang as they go. Could I... That has already happened. I can't do something to prevent it. Correct. Okay. They were they were a little ways ahead of you. Gotcha. You saw this kind of off in the distance. Damn. Not super far. Obviously, it's dark and stuff. But there's otters to where you can't grab right now. Right. I didn't know if I could take a shot with a crossbow to I knew scare off a wolf. Like to take. Okay. And I just I pull out a battle axe and start charging toward there to <laughs> chase the wolves. Okay. And I'm gonna cast a spell. Okay. I say, uh, I draw upon magic that is deep in order to make these wolves fall asleep. All right, you're gonna have to wait that for that because they're go- they're gone out of your sight. Oh, they so are. You can Yeah, yeah. they jumped that. in the holes before you guys uh, were within okay. range of spells uh, or attacks. Yes, yes. I okay. see innocence being attacked, so I dash like a madman towards the hole as well. Okay. I join him. All right. Yeah, I run so I can hopefully cast the spell when I see the wolves, but hold it. Okay. I'm not holding the spell. I'm just going to wait. All right. Um, you all jump into the holes, and you find yourselves sliding through a series of ice slides leading downward. Whoa! Sliding and again! I need everybody to make a acrobatics check. That's my minus one modifier. Can't wait. I'll go around the table and get everybody's results once everyone has rolled. All right. All right. Brad. Nine. Nine. Uh, You are going to take no damage, but you will start the encounter prone. Okay. Okay. Thirteen. Thirteen. You navigate the slide successfully and land on your feet at the bottom of the slide. Four. Four. Uh, You land in a heap at the bottom. You're going to take three bludgeoning damage from the fall and start the encounter prone. Okay. I rolled a 16. 16, okay. You also navigate the slide successfully and land on your feet at the bottom of the slide. 14. Fourteen, same result. Yes. Are we all hunched together in a in a group, or are we spread out? We all Uh, went down the same slide, so I assume we've landed on each other's shoulders, and we're now like a yeah. uh, Okay. Okay. So um, just go ahead. Everybody knows how well they did. Um, Just give me a brief description of your adventures on the ice slide, taking your result into consideration. Dove in first. Did you go in first? And I sure. Or, or then yeah, I those two were or? first, and they both landed, uh, d- made a good landing, right? Mm-hmm. You two did. Okay, so that that works out perfectly, actually, for <laughs> and then for what happened behind them. So, 
the halfling uh, bard comes sliding, already prone as he's sliding, and unable to rega- regain his feet, and he just bowls right into you guys. Okay. But probably doesn't knock you over because he's he only weighs forty eight pounds. Um, ankle biters. Arnold and Gunther, since you two did it successfully, you guys can kind of tell me or describe how the ride went for both of you. So I was sliding down and when I saw almost the bottom, I started to prep myself into a forward roll motion. Okay. So I kind of did a front tumble, came up on the balls of my feet, and drew my sword. Alright. I actually uh, put my feet on the axe and jumped in like this and I was using that as like a sled kind of to gotcha. steer myself down and yes. by the end I just landed and popped up and pulled the axe up. Okay. Um, I took my pack of stuff, turned it around on my belly, and I'm like, it's walrus time, baby. And I slid it down on my belly. It's bringing back memories. Yeah, and I was like, Fond I, memories. I remember long ago when I was an adult walrus before I was turned into a human child. Uh, pretending to be a halfling. Pretending to be a halfling. Yeah. They're like, your halfling accent's real weird. I'm like, oh, uh, yeah. Um, oh, I'm from um, I'm, I'm from, from uh, another the southern part of that. Of. Yeah, I'm from the southern part. I'm from a different southern part. Yeah, Shut I'm up. from the southern part on the other side of the world. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and and Chad, you unfortunately did not do so well. No. So uh, go ahead and describe that. So I jump in thinking I'm all graceful and high elfy, um, but my armor gets caught like a plate, uh, you know, a scale or on the scale mail or whatever. Yep. Gets caught on an edge and just sends me ahead over heels. Oh, yes. And you're just spinning out of yeah, control. Just spinning out of control. And boom, at the bottom. Yep. So, so you three come through first, my three who made it, and just are kind of there ready to go. All right. Well, it's um, time. Brad, you're going to start prone. Yes. You didn't hurt yourself, but no. you also didn't, didn't maneuver enough to get to land on your feet. Chad... Of course, you got hurt and you're prone. So. <laughs> Burn yourself in the air. So, uh, when you get down there, here's what you see. Um, four wolves have uh, are nipping at the otters, but are having trouble catching the slippery creatures. Oh, wait. Go back. There's one part I forgot. The description of the room oh, before yes, we get please. into combat. Uh, the ice slides in in a chamber flooded with a foot of frigid water. So you guys who are prone are soaked. Uh, the otters swim adeptly at the far side of the cavern, avoiding the wolves' snapping jaws. The icy bite of the water seeps up your wet clothes. At the back of the cavern, a low ice-covered shelf rises out of the water. Let me see, I believe. Ooh, so these wolves, theoretically, have also gotten all wet, and to my understanding, wolves are less impervious to uh, to the icy, frigid temperatures than otters are. So yes. really, we've only... You wolves, time is on our side. All right, so... Sure. Let's see. Enjoy your there pneumonia, is. assholes. I'm making image myself with a wolf skin coat. <laughs> and the otters are down this way. Just basic. We're not going to be... This is theater of the mind, but just to mm-hmm. give you guys a basic idea of the layout and where you are. The O's, the otters... X are you guys, gotcha. the W are the wolves. Okay. And distance, again, we're doing theater of the mind, so, you, you know, you'll be able to kind 35 of... 35 feet or so. Figure, yeah. Figure, yeah. Okay. One, one mind distance away. Okay. Just so you guys get an idea of what the cavern looks like. 
and the mm -hmm. ice slides that come in. So they come in from several different directions. There are numerous slides. Um, and again, the four wolves, as I said before, are attacking the otters, but they're having trouble catching the slippery creatures. Have they seen us? Uh, actually, the leader of the wolf pack... Uh, Kevin Nash? Yes, okay. the NWO. <laughs> the new wolf order. Turns around <laughs> and looks at you guys, snarls, and says, This is our hunt. Find your own food. Thanks for joining us for This American Dice Presents D&D Otter Rescue by Troy from CondoCon 2023. Be sure to join us next week for more exciting live adventures from CondoCon. Remember, folks, every Thursday is our long game and Fridays are our shorter games like this. And usually we've got long games popping up on YouTube on Saturday and short games on Sunday on YouTube. ThisAmericanDice.net. Check us out on Facebook, the whole nine nards, as Andrew Bernard would say it. Till then, we'll see you folks later. <laughs>